What was the name of that person? You know the person? Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Sabenia. Hello, this is my girlfriend, Sabenia. Ah, Sabenia, I've been meaning to meet you. I've been meaning to meet you. Hello. Ah, Sabenia. It was, um, it was good at the time. High fives and hugs episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking off into the distance thinking about how that would be a skit. Um, and it could be, but I'm not going to do it. I'm pretty sure you did it today up in the orifice. Yeah, that wasn't – that was on the fly. It's a, it's a fly on the wall. It's a public holiday today. It's Anzac Day today, more importantly. It is the – do you know what Anzac means? Yes, the Australian New Zealand Army Corps. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, for anyone else that didn't know that, you oh, know, some people think it's a way of thinking. Um, some people think it might be, you know, a place. I mean. It is a bit. It is a little bit of a place. It's um, two places. And some people might think that it's a um, a medal. Okay. Um, I mean, it could be. And now we know that it's not. Yeah. Yeah, and we can tell everyone that it's the 25th of April, obviously. Obviously. 2023, obviously. Obviously. At a three. 53pm. So let's get into it. War, war and gore. What is your best war and gore story? Okay. Well, <laughs> I, once, I once watched World War Z. No, 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 no. Oh. I'm talking in your life. You've never been to war, uh, right? What's uh, your, what's your like best war and gore story that doesn't did, involve that you breaking the law? <laughs> so war and gore, no breaking the law. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I had a dream. Okay. Once. I have this dream all the time. <laughs> I've told you about this dream. What dream? The dream where I'm, I'm like the, I'm the hero in a zombie apocalypse. Right. Once a month, probably, I'll I'll be back in this this world that I've created in my brain, mm. where I'm the main, the equivalent of a main character in a movie, mm. where it's challenging and scary, and I'm not stoked about it. But also, I know how to do everything. But you and, win. And always win. Yeah, right. But I'm still scared. Right. But at this point, I should just be like, oh, I'm, I remember this. Place. Just close your eyes and run around because you're going to win anyway. It's your dream. Mm. I do find it interesting how, whether or not you've had that dream before or not, mm. you can have a dream and in the dream convince yourself that you've been in that dream before. In the dream, convince yourself you've been in the dream before. Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if I. You don't know? You think that you actually go back to the same place that you fabricated? Or do you think in your dream you're somewhat lucid dreaming and you think that you've been there before so you think that you can do all the things that you no, are I, destined I, to do? I, uh, no. The funny thing is is that I don't. I don't. Every time I go back there it's a new experience. Okay. I, I'm not learning. I'm not getting back there and being like, I'm the guy. Right, but back there. Yeah. Back there in my. In your dream in, in my that you fabricated, yeah. On in in the whatever dimension we think this is, uh, you're not subconscious. The reality, <laughs> commonly known as, um, have you consciously on numerous occasions thought about this place that you fabricated? It hasn't just been when you've woken up or waking up from the dream. Do I think about it when I'm not dreaming? Yes. The place that I fabricated? Yes. Only because I'm thinking about my dream. Right, but that dream's happened multiple times. It's not the same dream. Okay. 
It's not the same dream. Same place. It's. I think, well, it's the same. <laughs> but I don't know if it's different. All I know is that. I don't even know what I'm trying to ask. <laughs> <laughs> War and gore <laughs> without breaking the law. Go. <laughs> okay, I'm trying, man. You haven't thrown me much. <laughs> trying to entertain everyone with my dreams. Um, I don't think it's the same just we'll right, right, carry on right. for a second. Yeah, but I yeah. don't think it's the same place. All I know is that when I go back there, I'm fucking on. I've got weapons galore. Mm. I'm scared as fuck. Nothing's functioning. Like, you know, it's like right, a, right. it's blowing up. It's all fucked up. And I don't think I'm repeating the same thing. Mm. I'm not saying the same thing. But the zombies are similar and my abilities are similar. And, right. and I'm always doing something. Usually it just involves the latest people that have been in my life. Right. I just remain the same. Mm. There's a few people that remain the same, obviously, because I hang out with the same people as well. Mm. But yeah, it it does get gory, right? But not for me. <laughs> I'm wearing a shield of the fact that it's my dream, <laughs> a shield of my own subconscious protecting me from the wall. <laughs> Nerve glasses. <laughs> Nerve glasses. Anyway, uh, how are you? Uh, here we go. This is going to be good. I feel like this is going to be a good one. I feel like it's been a long time overdue since we've had an honest how are you. There's a oh. few things. Yes, good. And it's like I guess the few things are my injury. It's impacting my ability to do a lot of the things that I usually do. I feel like I tend to be a very... Active and not active in the sense of I'm going to go to the gym four times today, even though I try to stay active when I don't have an injury. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> active in like, oh, that in the garage needs to be fixed up or, you know, the car, need I need to re, you know, pack the car, repack the, the back of my car or, you know, just generally always doing things. And I've been limited in the last two months and that – it's been playing a big part of me. And then as well as like, you know, just generally doing anything. Me and Danny went to pick up some dog food and I couldn't carry the two things <laughs> of dog food because mm. of my shoulder. Mm. And Danny's walking, Danny's like, I've got it. And I'm like, this, this shouldn't be happening. <laughs> Not that she couldn't, but that I couldn't, you know. Um, Why? Why what? Why shouldn't that be happening? Because I I, sh- I shouldn't be broken. If it was me and you <clears throat> walking along, mm. and I was carrying whatever the two packs of dog food. Because I, I I like to be shrivelless, shrivelless. <laughs> I don't like wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I don't. I mean. I'd yeah. rather, I wish the listeners could see your face because you didn't even didn't even show in your face that you realised that you'd fuck that up. <laughs> so you were like chivalrous, and then your brain must have gone, "That's wrong." <laughs> but you didn't just show me. You just kept talking. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> That's probably why. Uh, obviously, you shouldn't care. No, you shouldn't care. But you care about carrying two packs of dog food. Tell me about it. No, you know, I just you that's like just to be one thing. Yeah, that's just one, you know, but that's happening all the time. Like, um, is your phone on silent, mate? No, it's not. Sorry about that, everyone. Thank you. 
Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I felt I felt like just incapable, and it's um, well, it's obviously impacting my personal life, and it's impacting my ability. Well, I've just been so foggy. The fact that I'm taking pain medication, like the anti-inflammatories, I don't know, like when I take them or I don't, mm. I do take them. If I only take them, I don't feel any difference, you know. They obviously just mm. do something in the background that I don't know. So I keep up with the anti-inflammatories. But the pain medication, well, it's a strong opiate. So like I'm when I'm consistent with taking it, I feel good because my well, I don't. Of course, I feel good. But, uh, I'm tripping. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I have less pain and I don't think about my arm so much, and I don't have like the like I still get. I'm still tight, and I can I can f- I feel uncomfortable a little bit, but I don't get the strong headaches and so on. But I can tell that I'm, my brain's foggy. Like my eyes are, you know, my vision is literally. Blurry sometimes, mm. um, and it's um, I've been a bit fed up with that aspect of pain relief. Sure, but without taking it, I don't get good sleep. Not I haven't had a good night's sleep in two months now, and I've forgotten how to sleep. I don't. You know how you're like, oh, I'm tired, and I, I like let's go to sleep. Like I'm excited to get some rest. Mm-hmm. I don't have that. I've right. completely lost that because right. I know that going to bed means is, pain. Well, it means that I'm going to be up. It means that I'm not going to bed to get rest means that I'm not going to bed to get rest. It means that I'm toss and turn for a few hours until I wake up wide awake at three in the morning and go, okay, well, do I want to do just sit here with my fucking thoughts for four hours before the world begins? No, I mean, the world gets up earlier than that, but um, that's super frustrating. And then because we've got a lot going on at work as well, even without this injury and pain medication and, you know, well, I guess the pain medication works in a certain way when you stop doing things and visually your world is black and there's nothing going on and the pain medication is doing its thing. Mm. It's so powerful for me Mm. that a million things are going on in my head. Like my brain does not slow down at all. To a point where if I wake up because of I'm uncomfortable in the middle of the night, as soon as I awake, as soon as I awake, <laughs> I hold space <laughs> with myself for hours, Dylan. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> as soon as I wake up, like I'm deep in thought about all these things to do with the day and work and, and you know. People and. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. And I'm just like, sh- just stop. Settle the fuck down. Slow down. Yeah. yeah. I've actually... The other night it was so bad that Danny was like, would you like to meditate? Should we do some meditation? I was like, okay, yeah, let's do that. And we like flicked through YouTube for a little bit. Like we don't really have a go-to. We used to use something on Spotify but that's now like a paid subscription thing that we kind of, we're not going to pay for. So we're like, it's good but no thanks. Um, And so we just found one on YouTube and threw that on and I think it was like a 30-minute one. It didn't. Danny wasn't vibing it, but I think because of I just needed something um, and I just like laid there. We like usually when we med- do any like sort of guided meditation thing, we just kick everything off the bed and just lay down, maybe hold hands, I don't know, but just lay down and just like close your eyes, breathe, 
and just like let it do its thing. Mm. Um, and I could feel my, I could feel my brain just decompressing, trying to listen, no, trying to uh, listen to the meditation, but uh, then getting the dragged back by like these over, over energized opiate fucking induced business ideas <laughs> that were just like, you know, like and m- multiple people in boardrooms talk. And I, I was like, I don't, I don't know. I was probably tripping, but, um, uh, and I was just like, how can I get rid of this clutter and noise? Were those, were the, just out of interest, are the problems, <clears throat> the things that you're thinking up in your brain, right? The things that are occurring yeah. in your brain subconsciously or whatever. Yeah. Are they solutions to problems that are currently happening? Yeah, yeah. It's, or, being, to, it's or, being thinking about work. Or, it's not just or, made but up But are you bullshit. thinking about work? Well, that's what I'm saying. Are you thinking about like certain situations that are occurring at work that are bothering you and your mm. brain's just inventing solutions or... Are you thinking about a random world no, that revolves no, no, no. around work that's not reality? No, no, like no, no, no. Instance, These are like, rea- this is what it would look like if this happened. No, or, no, no, no. Right. It's not make believe. It's 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 um, it's how my brain would normally think. Except I would usually be able to shut it off. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, and just kind oh. of like you know moderate my focus. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. I'm like fully cluttered, and I'm just like getting pulled. I'm like, I'm like trying to focus on the meditation and declutter my brain and I'm like, how can I do this? Mm. Um, and it was actually really cool. I, I, I don't know how I arrived, but I arrived in this like, in this like, um, like blue room, completely blue room, no walls. So it was a blue place. <laughs> And and I couldn't <laughs> see the floor. There was like, the floor was like just like a like a you know when you've got the the event fogger that like kind of like covers a stage. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was like I don't know space, um, <laughs> but covered in clouds. And so this blue room, cloud floor, and there was just this white box that was probably like you know four meters by four meters by four meters by cube. Um, and I've arrived at the box, and there's a door into the box, and it's all white. It's a white door. And I've just walked into the, um, I've walked into the door. And as I've walked into the door, I wasn't, I, wa- I wasn't a, um, I wasn't standing in there. My consciousness was in the box, right? So I wasn't anything. I was just in my visual, my vision was just looking in the box. Sure, right? sure. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was floating up at the, you know, top corner or whatever. Yeah. And then. Every time I'd breathe, I'd breathe in the blue from outside the white box. I'd breathe it in and then when I breathed out, I'd try breathe out all the blue gas or powdery gas that was outside. Like if whatever I breathed in, I tried to breathe it out so it was a white room again, right? And I just focused on doing that for a while. I don't know how I got there, but I just focused on doing that for a while, right? Whoa. And that's then af- cool. and then after a while, I was like I was just like breathing in the blue thing and it was like it was just like swirling around in the room and then I, as I'd breathe out, I'd just like push out like through the bottom of the white room and and I'd try to make the room completely white again and then in doing that I was like this is fantastic. And then I was like oh it worked. I'm not thinking about anything anymore. <laughs> and then, um, Holy and then shit. I came. To, I kind of came to because Danny was like, "Oh, this isn't really working for me." And I was like, "I just was yeah. in a fucking place." <laughs> yeah. And she was like, and I told her about it. And she's like, 
sounds like you found your mechanism for for you know, dealing with it. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. That is cool. Um, I haven't had to use it again, but in terms of how I am, I, I, I I'm I'm frustrated because I'm not like I'm. You know, I want to be able to be doing all the things that um, I usually can do. And at the moment my sleep's been fucked for two months and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I can feel myself getting weak. It's impacting my personal life in so many ways. It's impacting my ability to focus and not be cloudy at work. If I don't take the medication, I'm in pain. If I take the medication, I might as well be six years old. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> So I was like, do I deal with the pain? Like, do I deal with the irritating shoulder pain and neck pain and headaches? Or do I take medication and Feel that's like okay, it. but then like dropping productivity, like um, not that not taking the medication means I'm productive. Like I'm still like irritated and so, so yeah, I don't know. But I'm doing all the things that I'm meant to be doing and it's just a matter of figuring it out. Like I just had my in uh, the steroid injection in my ball joint. So hopefully that um, – so, yeah, I don't have a type 2 tear, which is good, but I've got a labrum tear, which is like the – I don't know. I'm not a biologist, but um, – a human biologist, but the it's the tendons that kind of hold your ball joint in place. There's a tear through there. And then I've got fluid in my arm, frozen shoulder, the long-headed bicep because you've got two bicep connections, I think big and a small bicep. The long-headed one is like got a really small connection to the shoulder. So so that's pulling, I don't know, like, so there's a few things. And then obviously my back and neck and like the front of my throat, like all the muscles and tendons through there have been supporting that injury for over a year, for a year now. So they're all tight and fucked up. Mm. Um, So I think just, get the help that I'm getting and manage the bullshit in between and I should be okay. You've been doing a sick job of living and being a co-director given the amount of bullshit you've been going through with that shoulder, may I just say. I've had an interesting few weeks and then I got sick and that absolute, like, I got the man flu hard with food poisoning and whatever else, stomach bug and... Infection. Didn't you have an infection? I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, I, I, it's been a it's been a boring three weeks. But then the the obviously messaged you about. I was like, why the fuck is this all going on? And you were like, remember balance. Like <laughs> I was, you were just like, just I was like, why is the universe trying to fucking break me? And you were like, it's trying to break you to make you be a better person afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, well, I think more to the point, it was that, like, the universe, there's a few things that I thought. One of them was obviously that the universe isn't trying to break you, right? It's not trying to. (laughs) Um, But that also nothing good can be really enjoyed without experiencing the bad, Mm. right? Contrast. And then as well, the thing you always say to me, which is that, Nothing is permanent 
everything is temporary yeah. and everything that is shit now will eventually be fantastic and everything that is fantastic eventually will be shit. Yes. You know, and yeah. it will always be the ups and downs, the yin and the yang of life, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you can have a whole week thinking that the world is the best place you've ever been, which it should be because it's all you know. Aside <laughs> 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 on the moon. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, come one weekend you might be like, holy Moses in a cradle. It's all it's fucking pear shaped. Yeah, it's all just it's what it's wild. I've been thinking a lot about it lately. It's all just perception of the mind. But like, um, I <clears throat> thinking about it further, I was like, it made me assess kind of like where I am right now, mm. and I was like, I don't really have fuck all to be worried about. Like. In all things considered in the world that could be, my life is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't have much to be stressed about. Yeah, I'm a bit oh I'm a bit, a bit of pain. Okay, whatever. Like uh just get on with it. Like these yeah. like it's annoying, it's frustrating, but if I scan back and I think my realization like the realization kinda came back a little bit when um I was having such bad stomach cramps and it was like day nine or 10 or whatever of me being unwell two weeks ago. Mm. And me and Danny went back to the doctors and I was like, okay, I'm obviously due for another scan and blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I hope it's not this shit again. Like, fuck Nigel, no mates. Mm. And that kind of gave me a bit of a, you know, like, remember you're not invincible. Like, like you don't want to be here sort of thing. And I was like, okay. And then when it wasn't that, I was like, Nothing's well, I don't know. I've got to get some scans and stuff done, but I'm pretty sure like I'm better now, so I'm pretty sure I was just like food poisoning and stuff. But because it got so bad, I was like, maybe this isn't exactly that. Maybe this is what I used to have. Yeah. Cancer. Um <laughs> Um But feeling good now, I'm like, okay, that's obviously that was obviously just a really bad don't, yeah, don't bug. To- to- toxic positivity is not gonna do you any good either. No, no, I'm still getting my scans done. No, no, but what toxic positivity? As in, like they're like, oh well, I'm, I don't really have anything to complain about. I mean, what's a bit of pain? I guess, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, well, and also you're like, I can't rest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the idea of sleep scares the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> like toxic positivity doesn't do anyone any favors. You know what I mean? Like you just accept. Like the idea is to not accept. No, the 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 idea is not to look at it like, oh well, I guess I've got it better than everyone else. <laughs> So I better not complain about it. Like that's not the right mentality. I suppose the right mentality is like this is what I'm dealing with. Yeah, but I've been been complaining a lot about it. That's why I've had to try and like pull back on that. Because it's in your brain, bro. It's all that you – it's not all that you know, but it's it's taking up so much of your mental power. You've Mm. got this pain in your shoulder that's literally just drilling into your conscious with a knife just going, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm complaining about it. I'm talking about it a lot because it's literally taking up my brain space. I was thinking about it. I was like, I find myself in moments going, oh, yeah, I can feel it. Like I, 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 And then noticing that I consistently can always feel lingering pain, pain in my shoulder. Yeah. I sometimes forget about it. But then if I think, I'm like, yep. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I, I guess as well. We just moved into our new quarter mm. uh, and 
this process is like all new information, like something that I've never really worked on before. Um, and I'm having to educate myself and learn a lot, not only about, not only about investment and all the things involved with investment and the things that we need to get, you know, um, condensed and put together for in within our own business to get to that process. Um, where am I going with this? You were saying it's the start of a new quarter. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So I'm learning every day and I, I, and I, learning every day, baby. but, and I'm, but I'm impacted by this other thing, which is in, like, uh, not allowing me to be my hundred percent mental self, which mm. is also frustrating, but I like the fact that I'm learning something new. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably the thing that's keeping you so chirpy because you are very chirpy. Like you're, you're in good spirits. <clears throat> you're not like, See, that's another thing that I'm like, I'm noticing that it's impacting my morale and just like general happiness. And I'm like, it's changing who I, how you are, who you perceive. Well, how, how the version I of the, that you give to people. Act. Yeah. 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 How yeah. are you? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm similar, th- uh, no, similar thing. My shoulder canes. No. Uh. <laughs> I've been wanking so much. <laughs> <laughs> Self pleasure. Learn about it. Um, no, I, uh, good, 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 good. Especially like I, you can probably tell today I'm in a fucking killer mode. Mm. You know, been bouncing off the walls a bit. Um, but to talk Frank, well, I might as well just go there, Dylan. Just fucking <laughs> go there. Just fucking put your foot right in it. No, just last week. Obviously, I, I've, there's a lot of things. I've noticed myself getting like snappier. I'm like reacting to things that I shouldn't really like normally be reacting to. Right. Um, and I've pulled myself up on it a few times and I've been pulled up on it a few times. And right. It, which is, and then I was like, why? Like, instead of being like, oh, nah. I was like. Oh, no, I'm not like that. <laughs> no, that's not, what do you mean? I didn't mean like that. No, that's your fault. Um. But I, I realised that, like, just like I haven't – I've put a lot of pressure on myself, obviously, and we'll go into the good, like, you know, half halves and wild and la, la, la. But mm. obviously, like, I've been working reduced work weeks. Yeah. And, and you've, been, you've been cramming. Yeah, and I've been cramming a lot of work. Which is stressful. Yeah. But you rem- remember why you're cramming. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't change the, <laughs> doesn't change the outcome because uh, everything I'm committed to – Regardless of what I what what like the regardless of the advice or, or sure, like sure, sure. what should be better or what I could yeah, have yeah. done or whatever, just how I've gone to how I feel is yeah. what I'm talking about. Gotcha. <laughs> but remember, what, no one even knows what we're talking about. You're like, but remember why you're doing it. <laughs> Don't you remember? <laughs> remember what it's for. <laughs> um, no, so trying to condense all my thoughts but basically i've just i've been i've been putting a lot of pressure on myself because i've been shortening my work weeks mm. i did a quick review <clears throat> the last this week on the amount of hours that i've been working mm. uh, since 
January, I've worked an average of 30 hours a week, which is a full day less than than what the average person works. Right. Right? That's what, how I've been working. So I think I'm doing like heaps of hours, but I'm actually only doing 30. I'm like, fuck, okay, no wonder. Yeah, but you also do a lot in that 30. I do. I do. Yes. But there's just a lot of stuff to do. Cool. Full stop. Put a cap on that. Okay. And then um, on top of that, obviously, I'm doing some extracurricular activities that are stressful, right? <laughs> we'll get there. And exhausting. Yeah, and exhausting. Um, <clears throat> and then as well, obviously, I'm trying to be a person for other people, partner, parents, son, friends, the whole show, yeah, yeah. you know, um, and think about other people before them having to think about me, you know. Um, so that that was all kind of like brewing a bit, but not really that big a deal. And then cyclists, you know, and Biosave, our businesses have always been like a really like 90% of the time, 95% of the time, maybe even more, have always been a very, very respected like, oh, you know, business is tough, but we're the best. Do you know what I mean? Like business is tough, but our team's amazing and our clients love us and that's fantastic, you know. And then last week I feel like last week on top of what I was just saying, they're just we had like some really key people have been le- like have left the business for fair reasons, like not like anything bad, as mm. you know, but like a lot of people have left the business for fair reasons. And and at the same time we received I received some like less than positive feedback about our service, right? And sorry, world, this is a real business and shit happens. Like that, yeah, yeah. you know, that's just the way reality works. We're mm. not perfect. Um but it all happened at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I was like, when it rains, it pours. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm exhausted. You know, I just felt like I started not business anxiety, but I just felt like I was like, I felt like it was another one of those moments over the weekend. Obviously, I was away. But for some reason, I don't know why, but I just felt like really, I, w- I was having a killer time. But also, when I wasn't having a killer time, I was dwelling on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. And I just felt super alone and I was just like, fuck. And I just felt like I had that feeling of like kind of like last year or when we were in COVID, mm. you know, that feeling of like, when's it going to fucking stop? <laughs> like just that like, this is too much. I can't handle this right now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's I don't feel like that right now. Right. But that's kind of why I said to you like, just before that, like, one minute everything's perfect and then the next weekend you feel like, holy shit, the sky's falling. Yeah. But then all of a sudden the sky's <clears> not falling again. Yeah. Like right now I don't feel the sky's lifting. <laughs> everything's fantastic. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like, and I'll get onto a really good point, but it's just like that's I'm starting to like slow down my brain of like trying to slow down my brain of inputs and jumping at my brain's first level of output like yeah right like nothing like friday or thursday was fantastic like th- leading up to thursday life leading up to thursday fantastic thursday i went fucking spearfishing with my mates in durian bay and shot some baldies and it was killer 
what do I? Had a great time. Now I'm back and I've, I'm having a great time again. But it's just like so nothing's really changed. The sky yeah, hasn't yeah, yeah. fallen. No, exactly. You know what I mean? The sky actually hasn't fallen but it's just like my brain going, the sky is falling and I'm like inventing it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you don't talk about something and it builds up and then it becomes bigger than Ben Hur and you're like, what is this big thing? Like, you know, when we were kids and I used to have all these, man, we were kids and I had no problems. But, you know, I was like to you, oh, all these things are like dwelling on me and you're like, all right, well, let's sit down. And we wrote them down and then you're like, okay, what's this thing? And I'm like, well, this is this. And you're like, that doesn't sound so bad. And it's just, you know, when you've got, one thing that happens or pops up, you're like, oh, okay. And then a few things pop up and if altogether it's just it's like it's weight, you know, if you don't handle it or deal with it. That's obviously a different. No, but it's it's you're right. It's like. But being a business owner, you know, we, we went, we've gone from and quite quickly we've, you know, our business seems to double each year and if we, you know, have say we have 20 people. Um, and we're doing two, three jobs a weekend or a week, right? Like whatever jobs they were. The opportunity, not the opportunity, the um, the ability for something to go wrong, the ability for someone to hurt themselves, the ability for someone to, you know, have something go on in their own life that impacts their ability to perform or show up or, you know, that average is, based on the amount of people that we've got, that average obviously naturally increases as we increase. And so, you know, we've been working on this for the last year or maybe like nine months. Um, We've been working in a mindset that's very uh, proactive, right, with our quantum, with, um, sorry, with our next 90 and um, circle leadership where we're thinking about the future and, we're proactive in our decisions and we're selective with our focuses in pushing the business forward. So when we've got an influx of things that require us to be reactive and they happen at once and they're out of our control and we have to pull our mindset back from thinking about the future and being, you know, and, and the, our future is a is a digital, you know, like the future we're working towards would manage the things that we're pulling ourselves back from to deal, to with. deal with. So that alone can, you know, be like, oh, you know, you're, we're, we're thinking in the future like the product that we're developing and the way that everything communicates and we're not quite there yet. Well, we're, not the, we're not there yet at all but to then have it to come back and deal with real world and be reactive and it not be positive where on the other side it's like, you know, what we just explained, I think, I explained. Think, like that is like, and when that happens at once, you know, that can be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You've just nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. You've Because I feel the it. same way. But I don't, <laughs> I don't deal with the things that you deal with because, um, and I should, um, to bear the load. But I don't know that I can handle it the same in the in the sense of uh, you're very good with your with you're very good with being um, I don't know what the word is um, 
stern and superior, <laughs> right? You are good. You are good at it. Um, and I'm a pushover. <laughs> um, but I am, I am, that does play my mind a lot. So that's why I'm trying to, I mean, today was a fuck up. <laughs> Just be careful when you reply all. <laughs> you forwarded it. I don't know what I did. Oh. Is that a mean? Opium's bad. <laughs> Without naming any. <laughs> Just imagine. <laughs> hey, hey, listeners, you know when you were talking about someone and then you sent that person the text message that you were meant to send someone else? <laughs> That's what I did That's today by did email. Today. By email. <laughs> Four thread. <laughs> No whoopsie. Oh, well, now no we know. You don't know what you don't know and I, you don't send emails like that again, me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm just happy that you, I'm honestly, at, my reaction my reaction wasn't overly, like I wasn't upset with you. I was upset at the situation but I wasn't at all like, God damn, him? Like I was just like, fuck. Oh, see, yeah. uh, me a few months ago or whatever would have been like, oh, fuck, what, like, oh, no, like, and I would have spent half a day writing, I don't know, something to someone <laughs> to try and, but now I'm just like, oh, oh well. <laughs> but but that, I think that's, that's kind of the point that I was trying to make before, which I didn't finish or I didn't right. even really start, which was about you, which is how chirpy you are. It's right. like, you're like, ah, oh, I'm fucked, I haven't slept, blah, 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 and then something like that happens and you're like, Ooh, I, I, think, <laughs> I think there's something that's like we are pushing ourselves and our business to be something that I see being quite grand, right? But it's like a reality check that I'm not that special and neither is, you know, really what, like, yes, it's special what we're doing and what we do and our t- everything, you know, but like, I'm like, it's not fucking, I'm not sending someone to the moon, mm. you know, and like mistakes happen, things happen and it's just like, oh, okay, well, like if the, the more you dwell on the negative, the more it impacts my, like, sorry, the more I dwell on the negatives, <clears throat> all the things out of my control, the more it impacts my ability to think towards the future. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. I, yeah, couldn't agree. And that's probably what, why I was bothered this last few days, not even yesterday, but like is because I was dwelling on, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about the future. Mm. And it's funny because I break down everything into, and I won't go too into it because it involves specific people and relationships yeah, and it's all sides. Yeah, you know, it's not it's not suitable for the pod, unfortunately. But when I think about the individual things as droplets of rain instead of a fucking fire hose, yeah, it's a shot of water. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm like, either a, that's not a big deal. We'll just be better. Cool. You know, we're not mm. falling off the planet just because of one <laughs> bad feedback, you know. And or two, that's not what I wanted to be anyway. So why do I care? <laughs> you know what I mean? So like they're yeah. the two things. It's like caring about a version of reality that you don't want to be a part of 
and also worrying about something that can be control that can be handled in the future by going, okay, cool, we'll take that on moving forward. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? But, yeah. But you just like well, stop. and then also when you receive <clears throat> in a business, if you receive negative feedback, mm. right, or if you re- if if anything, you know any of your team or something happens within your organisation, you're like, oh, no. But you're not getting notified for every good thing that happens. There might be 150 good things that happen across the board in your organisation and one bad thing happens and you're like, oh, everything's fucked. But you just, you know, you're because that (laughs) gets brought to your attention and the other things don't, it's like, you know, it's... Yeah, you deal with it, of course. Mm. But like there's still all those good things that are happening, mm. you know? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. We always get um Yeah, no, you're right. I think it's just because this and why I started off like this is just like our business, you know, where to I think most people think, I hope, <laughs> like good people that care about the planet and <clears throat> care about people, people and care about like positive vibes and putting good energy out into the world and, and we're trying to change the world for the better, not because of us, but because it's a cool thing to change the world, you know, mm. to make lives better for everyone. Mm. And so when you get – and we've so we've always had that kind of relationship in mm. business with people. People are like, oh, these guys are great guys. And you're always like, oh, great. Everyone thinks we're great guys. This is really nice. And then all of a sudden someone's like, oh, actually, you, that wasn't that great. You're not a great guy. And you're like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> they don't like me anymore. But that's not what it is. It's not what it is. <laughs> not what it is at all. It's not personal. It's not, per- it's not personal. It's, uh, and again, you can't control it's fire, everything in the world. When it's a world. fire hydrant, yeah. then you're like, oh, it feels a bit personal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm soaked. <laughs> um, yeah, I was having this thought the other day. I think it might have been because <clears> – <throat> how did I think about it? It might have been off the um, Tim Ferriss and um, Derek Sivers. Is that his name? I was going to bring up this. Yeah, yeah. Go on. What's his name? Derek Sivers, yeah. Sivers? C-I-V dot R-S, I think. I I so. For the listener, he was <clears throat> the um, – he started a company called CD Baby back in the day and uh, it was the largest independent distributor of music on the planet. D- did an annual profit of like $100 million or something and was bought by Apple to – was bought by Apple so that Apple could improve the iTunes catalogue. Didn't he sell it and then give all the money to charity? Mm. Not all of it. He took as much as he needed to live off. Ah, but he's a minimalist. And then, yeah, and then he gave the rest of it (coughs) to um, a a music writing or a music, like a charity that gets people involved in music. Right. Very cool guy. So go on. I was listening to that and I think something was mentioned between them and I started to make, I was started thinking about the app and, you know, where we're taking our business and so on. And I was like, the thought process was, would I do what I'm currently doing? Would we develop, I guess the question to me was, would I develop, would we be developing the app? Would I continue developing the app if it meant no financial change in my life? <clears throat> and the answer was yes. Yes. Like. Yes. Um, which was 
And I don't know if I'd ever, I don't know if I'd consciously ask myself that question. Maybe out of fear of going only <laughs> if it has a financial implication on my life. But consciously in my own thoughts, asking myself that question, would I be working on this if it didn't, or would I be working on this if it had no change to my current existence or mm. my current work life? Would I do it for free? Which, I mean, we are. It's costing us money to do it. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, the answer was yes. Like <clears throat> regardless, <clears throat> putting out a pro- – like being proud, being able to put this product out mm. and be proud of it yeah, and give people uh, an alternative way of working and travelling and hiring and, you know, communicating with from business to – uh, employee across the nation is a pretty cool feat if we can and if we can do that like I don't really need like I don't need anything else like if that was just a thing that I could be like I did that yeah 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 that's that's it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and that was cool that was a cool thing for me to go like to go realize that to realize that you had no that you weren't invested in it because of financial implications. No. It's, so, that, it's, it's so much, it's obviously so much fun to laugh and joke around as two mates about, whoa, imagine, because we're like two guys on not much money who are running 17 too many businesses <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and we have obviously freedom and all that, but, you know, like to then joke about, Imagine when we're loaded. You know, it's fun. It's, it's, fun. it's a fun thing, well, but it's also not yeah. the point. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. Um, and it's fun to joke around about that because we're not. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what the investors want to hear, mate. We're all about the money. <laughs> we're going to make you millions and not much for us. That's cool. No. It's probably not. A, it's. um, Yeah. No, it was a, it was a good it was a good like thought exercise, which yeah, because it ha- probably proved to you that this is where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Was that the point? Yep. Yeah. Was that what like is that what is that what you were getting to? Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. enjoyed doing that because you were like, oh, cool. Oh, no, I'm where I'm meant to be. In yeah, life, yeah. This is where I want to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm 31, yeah. going on 32. Got my own business. Everything's going great, and I'm working on this thing. It's what I want to be doing. Mm. Beautiful. Mm. Do you know what? Scares me. What scares you? There's so much discovery. Like there's still so many things. Like when I think when I think about our product, right, in my brain there's a – if you – say, for example, you had a um, a Word document on a screen, right? This is how I can make you visualise it. You had a Word document on the screen and you zoomed out a little bit and you could see maybe 16 pages – right, and those 16 pages were populated with a bit of information about things and how things communicate and different, you know, avenues and aspects of the product. And then you have an idea and you're like, that's relevant, and you zoom out a bit and that 16 pages becomes 144 pages (laughs) and you're like, oh, God, that was one idea. (laughs) That's (laughs) – 
that's how I feel. But zoom out like ten times, <laughs> and I'm like looking in, going, okay, well, we've done it like a little bit, and there's like so much that I still don't know, and we haven't even discussed yet. That is re- like that is super relevant to this thing being what we want it to be, and um, just like that. What scares me is how much. I don't know if it's scary. I think it's daunting the amount of work that and thought that has to go into this thing that we, we haven't even, you know, painted the, you know, we haven't touched the sides yet. Um, Let me. I just want to, for, for, for the sake, no, on that and, and also, And also I think what scares me is I don't have a means, I don't have a, I don't have a fluid means or, or like a way of pulling that information out of my head yet. Right. So every time I think of something and so on, like it kind of gets lost and I don't know where to put it and like, but I have, that's why I've created the document that I've created. It's kind of like the everything document. Um. And I'm putting, I put stuff in there as it goes, but I'm still like, that's probably not the best way for this to happen. Why but. don't you, why don't you, um, why don't you create a folder in your Gmail, a folder called mm. App Ideas or something, and then just email yourself the ideas and then just drag and drop them into that folder. And then you can one day just click through the folder and go, oh, oh, done. Oh, 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 oh. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that would that would probably work. I'm not I'm not too scared of forgetting those things. It's more so like it's more so understanding what we've done, where we're at, and all everything that's still to go. Like being able to see, um, being able to kind of like zoom out a little bit and be conscious of. The road ahead is just daunting. Mm. That's all I think I was saying. <laughs> Let, five five years ago. Yes. Less than five years ago, just for perspective. Okay. Right. Just zooming back to your zoom out ten times on the sheets that were sixteen <laughs> and now one hundred and forty four. Okay. Five years ago. I think that. I emailed. I emailed a lawyer five years ago. <laughs> that said, "Hi, lawyer's name. <laughs> How do you employ someone?" <laughs> <laughs> so, thing and look now we're a multi-million dollar business and we've got 80 employees that work around the clock and you and I uh, got digital marketing campaigns running left right center and we're going out for investors for our app and <laughs> you know like we've got office team employees that look take care of certain aspects and someone works for us in the Philippines and there's another person coming to work for us in the Philippines it, it happens. Yeah, it just gradually. Yeah, yeah, we just, for sure. We just figure it out. Just one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's um, part of. That's all. That's the. That's the good part. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Five years from now, so when we're thirty-five. Yeah. Different, different planet. <laughs> we 
Mars. <laughs> no, we would have. We would have the the cha- the positive change that would have been made by the team that we happen to be the leaders of, <laughs> but by us as a team mm. will be in effect. And you won't even you won't even know because you'll be there like you are now, not being able to <clears> see, <throat> not 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 being able to, but having to take the time to realize how far you've come. Mm. And you'll be sitting there at thirty five, being like. We we're having a conversation on the podcast, and you'd be like, "How the hell do, do you wrap your head around employment law in Vietnam?" <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's what it'll be like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what challenges are we facing there? Yeah, you know? I think, um, I think a daunting thing for me is because I'm learning all this new stuff. I've never really been an academic, and coming out of being like a bit more on the – coming from being on the tools, I guess, to being in an office role, not being my 100% self and learning – like I, I was like, oh, this isn't really a good – the timeline right now is like I'm trying to be someone I'm not when I'm not myself 100%. <laughs> That's uh, how you felt? What, when? In the last three months? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Um. So, I I think, yeah, that's weird. that's a weird, that's a strange thought for you to have. I think you're being exactly. I think I understand that you're not at where you want to be within yourself, but mm. I don't think you're not the person to do the thing that you're doing. Uh, <clears throat> that's yeah. how I come across. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know what I meant. <laughs> okay, carrying on. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know what I meant. <laughs> oh, oh, so. That, so that was a good how how are you? How How's I? your bestie? How's your business? I think that was a bit of a wrap up of both. Um It wasn't quite <clears> a wrap up of of how's your business. No, no, but um I've got a little thing for you, which oh. is pretty funny. Yep. Just to kind of divert our attention for a moment. Um anyone can use this, actually. In a relationship. Um I don't know if you want to use this or not. <laughs> Thank you. In Thank my you relationship, <laughs> in my relationship, and I don't know how it happened, but it happens. Um, whenever Danielle buys something online and uses her phone, or whatever method it is, Apple Pay or Pay, I, I don't know, whatever, to pay for something, I receive the notification for the code. She doesn't need the code; <clears throat> it just goes through. But I receive a notification saying that this is the code for you to buy something. <clears throat> and I always message anyone, so what are you getting? Is there something for me? And it's just good because, um, you know, I can hold the thumb over her. <laughs> <laughs> and I know every time – and she, we can't, we can't stop it. So um, uh, <laughs> that's a tidbit. <laughs> what kind of things do you make? Do you get to say like – I don't see any information about anything. All no, I you see, don't see a price or anything nothing. Like that. All I know is that there's something being purchased. Danny's like, I bought six dollar thing off something, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Not that I care either. But, <laughs> All right. Um, I just thought that was pretty funny. I can't wait to get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is this for me? And the sender of the code, she's like, why do you get these <laughs> notifications? Why do you? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. Is it from her bank? It's from her cloud, as uh, well from her phone. Or oh, I don't know, I don't get it. Okay, but I get the notifications. <laughs> um, Wild. Yeah, interesting. Half hour of the week. What is it? 
High five of the week. You not expect me to ask that question right now. Your brain was just like, oh, high five God, of the week. I forgot that's what the podcast was called. Um, <laughs> high five of the week. <clears throat> what week is it? Is it? It's the start of the week. Um, the high five. My high five over the last week would have to be. Fuck. A lot's happened. Has it? <laughs> yeah. A lot's happened. Um probably probably um completing all the steps for my Canada visa. Nice. Just waiting to know if I get the thumbs up. For your thumb. Biometrics. <laughs> <laughs> the thumb's good. Oh, I don't know <laughs> if that's a high five. No, actually, I think the high five of the week would be um, the annual cyclist hoodie that we... Oh, bro. Great high five of the week. Yeah. Great high five of the week. <clears throat> Nothing. That's not business evolution. That is absolutely high five. Yeah, and that's what, I love, that's what I love about us. We've made a hoodie <laughs> or you've designed a hoodie. With Dimitri, obviously. Yeah. That's our, our company hoodie that's two snakes laying around on pool chairs. Drinking beers. Drinking beers. <laughs> yeah. And it says live your way, which is our company vision. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, uh, every year we tend to do an annual hoodie and it's because of our messenger chat emoji of the snake. Um, we That's become our mascot if you're – if you've been listening, and um, yeah, I guess there's a different rendition of that every year, um, and this one's pretty cool. This one's sick. This is the first high fives and hugs product. This is the first high fives and hugs. Yeah, product. Yeah. So for you, we've explained before, but episode two, I think it was, we explained on high fives and hugs about high fives and hugs on high fives and hugs about us making clothes to uh, generate income to do charity. Yeah, about how high fives and hugs is the our culturally important slash business version because you need to have a business to do things in life <laughs> version of charity giving back. and giving back. Yeah. Invented by you and beautifully considered to be involved in by me. I mean, with me. I mean, look, if I do something, you're doing it too because I can't do all the things that you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No worries. I can't cook a lasagna. <laughs> But you can, so that's why we're together. <laughs> we should uh, do a shirt. It's just um, a, lasagna. a lasagna on the front and it's like, our business has layers. <laughs> <laughs> um, just us two with, on the back with bibs on. <laughs> with a spoon and a fork <laughs> covered in sauce. Hey. Um, uh, what were we, what were we so that's my half of the week. That's half of the, the week. The, the hoodie, half, the hoodie design. I think, it, I think we had – we, we both had like a – a vision in our head of what we thought our brand would kind of represent visually, mm. <clears throat> how it would represent visually. And uh, I don't know if the the brand, uh, sorry, the brand guidelines or the design guidelines that I gave out to the team, we put it because we put it out to our creatives that work for us. And I think that la- landed pretty well. Oh, also, <coughs> we better just say that 
That was Jesse's idea? It was Jesse's idea. The yes. actual like. The actual idea. The, actual, the concept was Jesse's idea. The concept idea. was Jesse's idea. Yeah. The style was my idea. Um, the and, work was Dimitri. And the work was Dimitri and me. Yeah. Nice. Well done, everyone. Good yeah. job. Mostly Dimitri. He was the artist. I was yeah, the, I saw, was he was so the artist and I like just finalised it. This should be the picture for. Yeah, we'll make that picture. Yeah. Yeah. We'll throw that up. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, uh, what was your high five? Well, uh, hmm. Can I talk about Oh, that? sorry. Oh, sorry. I've completely been blindsided here because it's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, my high five, as much as the, as much as the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? I'm just. You know what I'm talking about. No, no, I don't. I just love it. Do you the, know what I'm talking about? No, it was. The Canada visa, and then it was oh no, the high fives and well, the hugs jumper, and then it's like, actually sorry, excuse me, mate, I've been blindsided. Give this me is, space. This is what opium does. I forget everything from three days ago. Um, no, look, design. <laughs> forget everything you know. <laughs> uh, um, the the design killer. I think that's fantastic. But uh, my high five of the week was my. Um, one year anniversary since me and Danielle got married. Oh, fantastic. Which was <laughs> probably a good thing that you remember that. Yeah, well, it feels like a lifetime ago, but it wasn't. It was a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but we spent the weekend together, uh, went back out to where we got married, um, out of Sandalford, had dinner, stayed at Swan Valley Retreat, had this like fucking hobbit house. Um, staycay overlooking their property and a little got, baller. had a sauna and a hot tub and a waterfall shower with the jets in the walls and like we got food platters every morning and platters wine and man just like it was just like super good super relaxing we were there for a few nights and um, had massages on site and it was just like it was a really good way for us to spend our, our one year it didn't like we we're like oh should we be doing this because we're going away but we we're like yeah we got we owe that to ourselves oh, I don't know what is that but you know we owe it are we it to yourselves we owe it to ourselves to celebrate our one year yes. anniversary properly yeah. yeah despite what's going on in the world or in our lives and um, and it was really it was really fun it was really good that's nice that's my high five that's good that's good lots yeah. of high fives then lots of good things going on Canada, yeah high fives and hugs hoodie. Being married a year. <laughs> and the Swan Valley Man, Retreat. that's gone so fucking fast. That year? That's gone so fast. Shit, yeah. Yeah, fuck. Things happen yeah, quick. But, yeah, but also a lot's happened. Yeah. Like, it's not like yeah. it's just gone fast, but you've there's been a lot of great things that have happened in that period of time. What? Okay. Let's delve into something. Let's. <clears throat> Do you think... In this example, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, you, <laughs> you know, I'm like, wow, it's been, it's a year since my wedding. That time's gone so fast. <clears throat> do you think you do more or less with your time if things go fast? Do you think you do if more. you were doing less, time would? Would go longer. Yes. I believe that to be true. Why do you think? 
Why do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. Yeah. It's all about how you phrase it. Um, <laughs> back to your original question. And I'll bring it around to skydiving. Okay. <laughs> oh, here we go. The, the amount of time that goes by is only – you can only dictate that amount of time, right, without looking at a watch or a clock. The only way you can figure out how much time's gone past is by comparing it to other things happening, right? So if you're sitting in a room for a minute, yes, right, with nothing, sure. just sitting for a minute, you'd be like, holy fucking shit. Has it been five minutes? <laughs> you know what I mean? But if we talk for a minute, it's now been almost, it's been more than an hour. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, okay. But if you were just sitting here for an hour, you'd be like, it's been 17 days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason. So and, the and more ha- you do, you reckon, the more you do. I can, I can give you an example, right? Okay. Right. Not the way it was going to come up, but it's <clears> coming up now. Skydiving. Yeah. Right. Towards the end of my skydiving career, <laughs> of course, I was having to do a lot of stuff through in the air, right? So at first it's overwhelming. Then in, towards the end of the course, it's like I'm diving with an instructor and they're like the equivalent of like. <laughs> you know what you're doing. Do a de- do, do some choreography. You know, it's basically <laughs> like spin, fly into me, bang, go back, spin the other way, fly into me, bang, fast fall, slow fall, check out. You know what I mean? You're doing right. a lot in you that You do fall. a lot. You do a lot, right? right? And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden Shoot. it's like, holy shit, time to pull your shirt. Yeah, sure. Right? Okay. And then my most recent jump I did, I did by myself and I was like, all right, cool. Backflip. All right. Do my Iron Man thing this way. All right. Do my Iron Man thing the other way. <laughs> All right. Holy shit. It's been 10 seconds. <laughs> what do I do for the rest of my soul? <laughs> I'm just falling like, this is taking forever. Right. What the fuck? Staring at the ground like, I swear it's never been this long before. Okay, so what you're saying is in the bedroom, if you do less, they think you last longer. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> Shout out. All right, well, there you go. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what's what's my half five? Well, let me tell you. Yeah? Actually, I'll tell you what I did that was wild. Okay. I passed my half course. High five? That's a high five. Passed my half course. You will take yourselves back to episode, what, 24? Episode 24. 24. <laughs> 24. So, yeah, the one that I has think. just been posted. <laughs> yeah. All the way back to episode 24. The last one. <laughs> which was probably recorded like two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So in that we explained about what America, hot air balloon, la, 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 holy mm-hmm. shit, it's getting close. I'm thinking about it. I mentioned like Hillman Farm, wherever I think that, that was is. episode 23. Anyway, carry on. I, mean, I mentioned what I'm doing and what I'm trying to achieve. Well, anyway, listener, I've been there. I've done that. I'm now. Certified. Certified. No, that's not the right words. I have done my 10 stages, which I can go through or whatever, but I've done my 10 stages of my AF course and now I can walk up to the desk at the Hillman Farm and I can say, bonjour, no, I would like to hire a student rig. My size is 270 square feet of a parachute, please. And they go, yes, sure, here you go. Here's a jumpsuit. Here's your parachute. Just go to manifest and then then. 
they put you on a load, make sure there's an instructor on the load and then all you have to do is just go on the plane like everyone else does and then just go to an, an instructor just has to be there to be like, yep, cool, you're right, check your gear and be like, off you go. doesn't matter who the instructor is or whether they know you or not. It could be anyone from anywhere. Right. Do they have to jump with you? No. <clears throat> no, no. They just check right. how you... <clears throat> You're all rigged up. They just make sure I'm all rigged up and dispatch me, which means like they What ask, you get out. Yeah. They just like, what actually are you planning on doing? Where in the like where in the load are you gonna like so there's an order mm-hmm. to exiting a plane. There's so much in Scott Ivy, man, it's so much shit. I can't wait for you to do it. You're gonna be like, holy crap, there's more to this than I thought there was. <laughs> um but yeah, there's like where in the you have to figure out. Obviously, you have to put yourself. So there's a jump master who's like the person who's in control of like the order of the plane, right? Another skydiver and the door. And that before you get in the plane, they're like, "All right, who's doing what? Who's doing what? Oh, we're doing this kind of flight. We're going this way. We're going to do that. La la. Okay, cool. You go for you're in like first because you're going last. La 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 la. Put you in order, and then you have to make sure you get out in that order. Right. Um, but yeah, I can do that now. Which is fucking killer. Right. Right. Yes, it's wild. So <clears throat> basically they just go gear check, yep, yep, yep. And then they're like, what kind of exit are you doing? And as long as it's not like a wild exit that's going to fuck with your rig, like on a student rig, like I can't do a gainer, like I can't do like a backflip or I can't like – there's certain ways that I – jumping out of the plane I can't do because there's a chance that my rig will open. And then it'll like ruin the plane. Ruin the plane, ruin me, ruin everyone. Lots right. of ruining. Yeah. Yeah. So much ruin. So much ruin. But yeah, I've got a. So I finished my AF course. So I haven't got my A license yet. This is where I went wrong. Remember in 2017 when I didn't get my A license? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't renew it. <clears throat> so I did my AF course. I've got to get a few more accuracies. So I've got to get. So I've got to land 10 times on the X within 30 meters of the X. Right. And then I've got to pass my one A after license. the other, or no, no, just right. generally. And I've got to, I've got to, um, I've got to tell someone I'm doing it. Like I've got to be like, I'm doing. I'm this. going for an accuracy. Film it or come out and sign me off. Yeah, sure. You know, I'm I'm the one with the red parachute. Um, right. Uh, has to be an instructor. Um, and then I've got to pass my A license exam, which I've done. I've passed my A license exam. I sat there that afternoon as soon as I got off the plane from getting my finishing my stage ten. I was like, I'm not going back on a plane. So I passed the exam. So I did that. It's 57 questions. It was fucking, took ages. It's like 45 minute test. Right. Yeah. It was actually really hard. There's so much. Um, but yeah, I have to get my accuracies now. But having said that, I'm now on to my B license. Mm-hmm. So B license is about flying. So as I've said, I can f- jump out by myself or with an instructor. I can't jump out with other people that aren't an instructor. B license is about it's called the B rels and it, the rels is relative, so mm-hmm. you're, it's about learning to fly in relation to other people. Right, right. So I've got to do six stages, right? But you can sort of do more than one stage in a, in a jump. Right. So in my AF course, I'm like, stage one, done. Stage two, done. But with this, I can like, if I'm... Efficient. Efficient and also, um, what's the word? Relax, I suppose relax. Like if I'm like, actually like, yes, I can do this. 
this is, I can comfortably, I can promise to my instructor, I'm going to jump out. This is what we're going to do. I have no issues doing this. Then I can go for it. Right. So it's fast fall, slow fall, and then present. So it's about holding each other. So I've got to like turn sideways, connect my knee, and then turn the other way, connect my knee to them, and then turn backwards, fly backwards into them. It's like doing a dance, right? Mm. But when you dance, you're on a stage, right? And the stage is flat and gravity is there and you're all in relation to each other, Mm. right? It's like doing a dance, but with skydiving, the moves are less tricky, but it's because the stage is moving up and down for different people. Yeah, sure, 100%. Like I fall at a different rate to my instructor. So you've got to balance that. So I've got to... Not only do the moves, but I've got to do the moves and shape my body in a way that stops me from a drifting off, or b going up, or c Falling going too down. Fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and they try their best <clears> to <throat> stick, but then eventually, as well, we got to do a three way and a four way. That's what like four, five, and six are like three way, four way jumps. So I jump out with four people, and then I'm like guiding the everyone. person trying to get everyone to fly in relation to me, and we have to do a certain amount of tasks. And then spin around 180 and fly off. Oh, right. Then deploy. Hmm. Interesting. And, and I've also got to do 10 landings within 25 metres of the X. Right. The reason it's so large, you don't want to land on the X. The fly in the canopy is like quite, it's not the easiest part. Like landing on the X, it sounds simple, but it's not. It's like you've got to come down with the wind and then do a a crop like a base leg which is across the wind and then the approach leg which is into the wind to slow you down. Did and you if you do don't get them right, you you land Operating elsewhere. the shoot, mm-hmm. did you do any landing where you were tandem and you came down just operating the shoot? No. How the fuck do you do that? How well, do they just expect you? There's a radio. Saying what, pull up? There's, down, a, there's actually up. someone on the other end of it going, nice work, Dylan. That was a great jump. Like, so Dara, <clears throat> who was my instructor for the first what time. What I'm saying is, yeah. who teaches you to guide the shoot to the ground? The person on the other one, you do a lot of video training. Right. It's it's not that crazy. Okay. It's hard to land on the X, but it's two toggles. It's two handles and yeah. if you pull right, you go right. If you pull left, you go left. If you pull harder on both of them, you go harder Up. left or harder. No. Oh, right. But if you pull both. If you pull both, you stall yeah, and yeah. you swing. Okay. Right. 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 That would be the – I feel like I would be – I feel like I feel like I would be um, fine mentally jumping out, doing the thing. Pulling the shoot, and then I would start stressing when it got to the parachute bit. Going That's like, a, yeah. going like, how the fuck do I land this thing? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you appreciate that. That's difficult, but it's not. But now I don't want to scare you. It's not. It's not that difficult. Like, right. When there's no wind, mm-hmm. getting to the ground is actually quite easy, right? But you land fucking quick. Because right. there's no wind slowing you down. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. the fastest you'll go, if you're doing your approach properly, <clears throat> the fa- the fastest, you, like obviously you can land faster if so you do you it down. So you just guide yourself so you go back and forward along like a, a line. So to speak. Until as you drop yes. and then as you come in, 
you're like, okay, I'm getting close to the ground now. And then you just make sure that you're, you stop turning before you're at a certain point in the air and you just let it just, you just guide it straight. And then you go pull both down really fast until you're on the ground. Sort of. Almost, almost, almost. I think I'm there. I think I'm good at it. (laughs) (laughs) So there's actually an arrow on the ground. This is actually interesting for listeners. There's, there's an arrow on the ground that points you to what's called the holding area. Right, mm-hmm. which is the area in the sky that you should be at around 2,000 feet, right? Right. Which says... If you're above that, hang, 2, ar- hang around in this area. So basically if you land somewhere around the sky, anywhere, yeah. over Collie or whatever, yeah. fly your parachute back to that holding area, right. be there at 2,000 feet. Try to be. If you're okay. not, we'll figure it out later. Not, no point in that discussion. Right. Um, then at 1,000 feet, you... So the holding area is... Um, kind of what's it called upwind right it's mm-hmm. upwind it's it's you're flying the holding wind is like you have to fly hard into the wind and the drop zone's behind you so right. to speak if it's a strong day right, right? and then you turn at a thousand feet you turn around either left or right yeah turn around to go with the wind mm-hmm. and then you go all the way and then you go past the drop zone like past the x right right then at 500 feet ish you turn right or left depending on which way you're coming at it from. Each day is different. You have to ask the drop zone, so have the officer, which way are we landing today? Because you want, like planes, you want them all coming in the same direction. Gotcha. Right? You can't. Not everyone's going, yeah, cool, whichever direction. <laughs> <laughs> right. So 500 feet you turn right, say, and then at 300 feet you turn left, uh, you turn right again and then you're head, and then the idea then is that you're setting yourself, that's it. You've, you've gone, you've come from 1,000 feet past the drop zone, you're in 500 feet of air, then 300 feet down, then turn right again and then you're facing the drop zone and you're like, cool, I'm, the wind's blowing at me and I, and the drop zone's in front of me and I'm flying towards it. Right. That's the theory. And then when it's nice and breezy, you know, you come in nice and slowly. If it's too breezy, you just go straight down. Like if it's, if it's 15 knots blowing at me, my canopy can only go 15 knots forward, so I just go down. What? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So, like, your your wing, your canopy, right? The student ones can fly forward at fifteen knots. Okay. Right. So, like, thirty k's ish. Yeah. Sure. Maybe less. Right. Right. If the wind is blowing at you, yeah. at the same speed, you're not you moving. Just go down. <laughs> you not faster. So then what? Just then you just you make sure that on those. So you're days, just going mm, straight down the ground. You just <laughs> at the bottom. Pull both down really tight, and you stand sort of, up. Sort of, yeah. Oh, we're almost. See, that's there. how I would land. <laughs> <laughs> I already know what I'm doing. Um, but Sign me up. The thing is, is obviously to not fly, especially on windy days, not to fly past anything that you don't want to land. That's a rule of thumb. Don't fly past anything you don't want to land on. Gotcha. You know, for that downwind. Yeah, you know, yeah, downwind yeah, sure. And you're like, it, ha- it happens, man. Like one of the guys, like, flew past the toilet. Like, flew past the. There's like a dunny box out there and like flew past that and then was like coming in for a bit and the wind was too strong and he went bang into a tree like landed in the tree. Oh, no. <laughs> it happens. Not It was all right, but it's just funny. Doesn't happen to me, but. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Um, but, yeah, obviously on a no-wind day, you're going forward at 30 k's an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So and you when can't, you hit you the can't, ground. You can't turn at that point to nah. slow down. Nah. Yeah, so when you get to about like. Uh, oh, because turning doesn't slow down. Turning speeds you up, doesn't it? Because yeah. you're cutting in. 
turning. What's the 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 saying? Is literally low low turns kill skydivers. That's literally the saying. Low turns kill skydivers. Like loud pipes. That we're in, we're in um Hawaii and me and Danny did a sixteen thousand foot jump on over North Shore. Mm. And <clears throat> when we landed in our plane, it was me and Danny jumped, and the other six or eight people in our plane, um, they all. They all jumped after us. I don't know about Hawaii, but I'm pretty sure they can jump higher. Maybe. In 16. I don't know. I mean, you can jump. You can. You can really like any country can jump at right. Level. I'm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, they jumped to 16,000 feet, and then after us, because we landed and we we're standing, then they're like, "Oh, watch this. This is the other." Oh, unless they like waited for us a little bit, then jumped. Mm. But they all they were all practicing for a competition that was like the week following, mm. um, and they all came in like. Super fast, and then we're doing this thing where they um, come in super, like super fast along the ground, like pretty much like feet up, level with the ground. Yeah, and yeah. they're just like flicking across the ground. Yeah, and um, flying, and then disconnect from their parachute and run, and they're not connected anymore. Are you sure they weren't? Are you sure they weren't opening their parachute and jumping out of it? No, something? they're not jumping out of it. Are you sure they weren't? You might be mixing up two Maybe. things that you saw. Well, probably. So, so one thing that swoopers, though, like what that sport is, right, do is they loosen off their chest strap as they're coming in, wet before they do the yeah, right, right, so they can get complete and their wing, like their canopies, are really small and really agile. So they open yeah, up the chest tiny strap cal- and they can and they grab the risers, which is like the four seatbelt straps that yeah, go yeah. to the strings. And they use those and their body within the with so they can move their chest forward, right, and back, right, and side to side with it with a loose chest strap, right. So they can know exactly how it's going to handle. So they they fly their parachute with their body, so they might lean forward through it for it to react differently right. on the ground. So, okay, gotcha. So they're not getting out of it, right? And then and then, and then they'll just and then usually they'll. Because they're going so fast. Well, yeah, I, I just remember like the as they la- like as they come in, and then all of a sudden the shoot would just like hit the floor, and they'd be standing like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, you would have definitely they wouldn't have been out of it. So that that was fucking wild. And then you sent me videos the other day, and they're coming in like just like spiral spiraling down, and then last minute they just turn in straight, and it's like the noise is killer. Um, so they're practicing with this comp, and then uh, the following day, um. Uh, one of the girls that was doing it, something happened and she was just came straight down and then didn't get that last turn and just went bang straight into the ground. Yeah. Fuck. Hectic. Yeah, man. That that happens. Um, I've heard a lot of stories about that. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's how a lot of – that's how a lot, the majority of the skydiving injuries happen. happen. Yeah, right. Like the, like the huge <clears throat> majority. I don't want to start spinning stats I don't know because yeah, yeah. it's people's lives we're talking about. But – yeah, the like, no, no one bounce like it's called. I've explained this to you before. Bouncing, like the worst case scenario that everyone who doesn't skydive thinks it's going to happen. You're just going to hit the deck. You know what I mean? Like, going to jump out of a plane, and then nothing happens, and then you just hit the ground. Yeah, you know what I mean? That does that just doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah like yeah, it yeah. just doesn't happen. Yeah, like yeah. the the most dangerous thing that happens is the landing. Is well, yeah, that and and like. The scariest thing that can happen, I suppose, is that your reserve parachute 
for those of you playing on, there's two parachutes on everyone. That's why it's not so bad. And your reserve parachute opens at the same time or just after your main parachute and you've got two parachutes and then they get tangled and you're like, no, nah, hiddly. Like mm. you get a down, uh, what's it called? A down, a biplane? Downplane. Downplane? Downplane. <clears throat> I should know this. Which is when one parachute, I'm going to try and explain it in an audio forum, but one parachute, imagine if you're standing in the sky, one parachute is to your right. Yeah. Facing downwards instead of above your head. Yep. Like this. Yep. So if you looked right, you're actually looking at the, the bottom, bottom of the bottom of the canopy. Yeah, yeah. And then the same on the left with your other parachute. Right, that's what happens. That yeah. So you've got two parachutes either side of you downwards. Yeah, right. And they're equally proportionate in force and pressure. So they're not needing to fly upwards. They don't want to flick back up naturally. So they just take you. Straight, you just go flying down. Can you pull one to make it like? I don't know. I don't know what you can do, but it happens. Throw a knife at it. You could do. There are. I've seen guys skydiving with knives strapped to their um legs, right? Like a, like a diver. Right. Not many, but a few. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cool sport. Wild sport. What about one that's connected to your helmet? A what? A parachute. <laughs> Well, if you've got two on the side, all you need is a little baby one to come off your head <laughs> and they'll just slowly balance out the forces. Okay. Um, I should design something. I'll send oh. it to you in a PDF. Write that down. So that was your – what's your high five of the week? My high five of the week. <laughs> that, was my, that was my wild thing. My high five of the week is um is my accuracies. Right. Is my landings. Right. Yeah, I had really, really good accuracy. Like the other day, I, I just I had a couple of, had a couple of um jumps in a row where when I landed, I was just like, oh, I didn't explain half flat. Yeah, you know, you were like, you just pull your parachute straight down and stop, and you don't do that. You get to like your feet. Say you get to your feet like three meters in the air. Mm-hmm. Get to that point, and then you pull your parachute into a half flare, which is like half breaks, half toggles down. And then you hold that and your parachute slows right the fuck down and then it starts moving forward just a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. And then just as your feet are like, you know, fuck all like up to your knee height off the ground, that's when you finish your flare and you just do a little like a pendulum. Whoop. Right. Yeah. So you know the shoots, we're watching that video, of, um, I think it was a military video, guys jump like they're connected to the roof and they go out the back of the plane and then it just pulls their chute for them so that they don't Static all land in, lines, yeah. So they don't all land in the same spot. But their chutes are just like a round thing that just go drops wherever they drop. Yeah. Why why is the why is there not it's probably space, but why is there not a um another chute that can go off that does that? Sorry, I've missed a crucial part of my question. <laughs> is there something that if people become unconscious that deploys a oh, shoot like me, that you, you that doesn't have to be steered? You know, if you're solo jumping. I mean, ultimately, look. The only difference between... A parachute, okay, one, 
you know, the device, the AAD, right? What's that? The automatic activation <clears throat> device is a computer in the parachute. Right. Right, that you turn on at the beginning of the day that on the ground, <laughs> very important, and it gets calibrated to the pressure of the day on the ground, right? And then if you don't open your parachute and you're still falling at 200 kilometres an hour or whatever it's set to, probably 100 km, 120 kilometres per hour or whatever, if you get below a certain feet, which is in the settings in, in the AAD, mm. I think it's 850 feet for pro or maybe a bit higher for a student. If you if you go through that Zone. ceiling, so to speak, yeah, a little gunshot, like a, it fires a little ignition, a little gunshot, a little gunpowder goes off and severs a pin, a pin that's holding, well, yeah, a, a piece of metal string that's holding the reserve back because the reserve parachute's sprung loaded. Right. So it cuts that and the spring goes boop and then pops the parachute out the back. Right. Right. Okay, so there's your device. There's your device. The reason that it's steerable is because it's better if a parachute's steerable than not. Absolutely. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> like otherwise you're just down, like the static line version is just a downgraded version of a steerable parachute. Yeah, yeah, you know, gotcha. Being in control is better than not. Yeah. Regard if And if you're unconscious, don't you can't steer it then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> No problem. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. There were two, um, I don't know if I told you this, but there were two emergency, well, cutaways, we, they're called, but mm-hmm. emergency procedures on um, Saturday. Saturday? Friday. Saturday. Like two people. A wingsuiter had to use his. His first parachute fucked up and he had to do the whole look down, look down, and use his second parachute. So cut the first one? Cut the first one away with your right hand. So that just pulls the what? Yeah, so there's, so there's... Um, in your in your main parachute, there's these three rings, uh, right. so there's six rings, three rings on either kind of shoulder blade, right, right, which hold your parachute onto you. Gotcha. Right, and the rings go through each other, and they're kind of like um, you know, for want of a better analogy, in a pulley system, you know, you put one pulley and it's easier to pull something. Yep. And then you add another pulley, and it's even easier. Yep. And then you add another pulley and it's even easier again and all of a sudden you can just lift a chain block. Sure. You know what I mean? Right? It's with these three rings, the three ring system works by loop three rings going through each other and then and then a, a cord going through that and that cord is held by a yellow string, right? And at the yellow cable and the yellow cable goes down to the handle. This, mm-hmm. this handle that when you pull the parachute cuts away. It's on both sides, right? So yellow string goes to your left shoulder and your right shoulder. And this, this, just this little like plastic cable, because of the three ring system, it's actually what's holding your whole parachute to you. So you just be careful not to touch it. Basically don't touch it. Right. Well, it doesn't matter. You've got a reserve. Right. Right. Obviously don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't. It'll stop you from skydiving. You have to go get your parachute packed again. Um <laughs> But yeah, when you pull that cutaway, mm-hmm. it releases the three loops and the three. It basically just they just everything just falls out of each other like dominoes. Flop, 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 flop. Yeah, gotcha. And the parachute disappears. Yep. And then you're falling again. Gotcha. Right. And then you go, fantastic! I'm falling again. And then you go to your left hand handle, which is your reserve chute, and you just pull that, and it's the same thing. Or your AD files. One of the two. So there's no 
portion of the course where you practice doing that, is there? Because it yeah, you it, do. What? Oh, you oh, so you it. jump, you no, pull no, your shoe, you're not just not in the sky. Okay, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Like, there's, they're not going to put in the test. Like, jump, okay, now cut away your main shoot, now pull your other one, no. and you've only got one shoot left. No, but <laughs> like, you do, randomly, they'll just turn around to you and just be like, you'll be like going through a jump, say like stage. On the floor? Stage eight. Well, it's like a, a fake fuselage of a plane. Right. So you'll be going through the exit, you know, check in, yep, horizon, out, in, arch. All right, now we're both flying. Okay, now you're going to check your alti. Arch harder, do a practice pull, like as in pretend to find your parachute. Yeah, great. And then I'll be like, do the signals and then you pretend to fly and you go through a whole jump. And then at the end you'll be like, arch, reach, pull, 1,000, 2,000. This is the counting for when you release your parachute. And then 3,000, 4,000, check canopy. And then they'll be like, and then randomly they'll just be like, oh, no, your lines are twisted. (laughs) Or, oh, no. And then you'll be like, now what? And then... It's like any number of things that can they, they can say and there is correct answers. It's not always cut away your shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not always cut away your shirt. Um, and then that's when you're like, look, locate, look, locate, peel, punch, pull, you know. But on a, um, on a lot of rigs these days when you pull the cutaway, mm-hmm. there's what's called an RSL, uh, reserve static line, um, that's attached to the the cutaway, which when you're so it's attached to to string that's attached to your main parachute. So when you cut away that parachute, it flies off into the never never, and it, it does the job of pulling that other one, pulling your reserve. It actually oh right and, and rips as it pulls away, it pulls the other one. Yeah, it it, it acts like the pilot chute. So like when gotcha the pilot chute is a little parachute. When you pull, when you deploy a parachute, mm-hmm. it's actually just a little parachute, like about the size of a chair. Yeah, and chair then it pulls seat, the main one, and out. then it pulls the main one. Yeah, out, yeah. And you're just using that main one as another one of those to get your reserve out. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. The issue there is that you have to remember to disconnect that in certain times because if you're in a situation where If you're in a situation where you don't want that parachute still attached to you, mm. right? For instance, you're in a situation where, oh, what was it? I'm trying to remember now. Fuck. Oh, I can't remember now. This is not good for me. This is not mm. good that I would have failed the test. Oh, Lord. But there's certain <laughs> situations where having it still attached to you is really dangerous. Over water might be one of them. But anyway. Right. You'll find out when you do the course. Gotcha. Don't, don't worry about me. I'm just a wealth of knowledge. I can wild. There's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. But they just drill things into you. Like when this happens, do this. When this happens, do this. And you just like end up absorbing it. And then towards the and then when you land – the first question is, so what do you remember from the jump? Talk me through it. Because a lot of people are like, fuck knows. <laughs> what just happened? Like I did everything perfectly, but I have no idea we are even in a plane five minutes ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's fucking sick. It's fucking sick. Is it exhausting? Uh, I did five jumps on Saturday. I was pretty cooked. Yeah, right. I was ready to come home. I could have stayed. I was like, I could have stayed another day. But I was just like, nah, 
But I'm going to do some, I'm going on Friday again to do my B-rails with Dara. Dara's going to take me for my for my first few stages of my B-rails. And then on Tuesday, I'm going to the tunnel to hone up on my skills of oh, yeah. the stage four to six. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And then I, to get my B license, I have to learn to pack a parachute, which I didn't do last time. So <laughs> I can't go to the US and do this thing without being able to pack my own parachute. Yeah, exactly. So, and then when I get back, I'm going to buy my own stuff. Right. So sick. Mm-hmm. Mm. How you going for time? I mean, we've got we've got um we've got dinner plans. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we have to be and when? Half an hour ago in um at the Rosie. Half an hour ago. Pretty sure we're meeting at five. Oh, were we? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Really? Yeah. Does it say that? That's all right. All right. Oh, well. What's the business evolution? Business evolution of the week. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little button for that thing, eh? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> There's someone there, out of, I don't know what they were doing when they recorded this, but someone there was just on one. Yeah. They were like, you have taken the brief too seriously. <laughs> this is meant to be fun, not crazy. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, look, I was hoping to have some, I mean, we've had some negative business evolution kind of, but I was hoping to have some negative business evolution statistics because we just keep having positive ones. But uh, unfortunately, it's another week where it's positive again. Damn it. Um the stats are profit compared to this time last year, 949%. What? <laughs> yeah. As we always say, 9.49 times a small number is still a small number. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and the hours, our billable hours as a business – um, is 84% higher than it was this time last April. So from the 1st of April until now mm-hmm. is 84% higher than it was last 1st of April until the 25th of April last year. Fantastic. Phantasmagorical. Uh, what are you most excited about in the business at the moment? Um, I'm excited about... I'm excited about learning something new, which is in um, the legal side and the, I guess, business side of getting a business ready for investment. It's like it's like building a business up ready for sale. Um, there's a lot involved and there's a lot of things that we've, you know, had little bits of um, exposure to in the past in, you know, small amounts for certain things that we're focusing on or doing at the time. Um, But getting a business or getting a portion of our business ready for investment, regardless of its success, are such crucial things and amazing things to learn in business. Um, uh, and 
I'm excited for what comes out of us just going through that process. Mm. Um, obviously working to what, you know, we said we would bootstrap this and do it all ourselves and, I mean, we still can and regardless of us getting any investment, everything will happen as we plan anyway. Mm. It'll just take longer. Um, but getting a getting ourselves ready for investment there's so much learning there and there's so many things that get set up and you know there's so many like there's so much um understanding and language that has to be condensed and uh you know detailed for us to use on so many other portions of the business you know like being able to answer certain questions for investors allows us to use that same information for marketing or same information for, you know, delivering our ideas and the way we feel and think to our team. And, you know, there's just like a lot of... Um, it's like going through one exercise. It gets us ready for gets other... Gets us ready for other exercises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm excited with fast-tracking this. By getting investors. Yeah. 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 Nah, same, bro. I'm excited that I guess a driver for me is we work from the office. Can I? Can we work from anywhere? And currently my output is based around the app and a – pretty deciding factor on me being able to work from anywhere is being able to have the investment to then um, progress the app without me being here from the, from the, from, you know, from the idea of a uh, development side of things, you know, mm. which is a kind of like a motivation. Mm. And if I can, get us to that point, we can both, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're both working for the office anyway. That office could be anywhere. Yeah. Um, mm. Do you, how do you feel about the, the reality of the fact that in a few months we're going to have people in our, involved in our business that own that now own parts of our business making it not completely our own business anymore from a lot of the research and conversations i've been having that's you really not what will happen yeah right um there's a um there's a lot of like there's a lot of investment and agreement avenues that you can go down um, and with the conversations I've been having, it's about uh, – I'm not saying that we don't give up any part of our business, mm. but um, – because that's what you, – you have to do that to gain investment, you know. Mm. But there's a, there's, there is, um, you know, noses in, fingers out investment ways. Mm. Um, yeah. That you think I'm not, they're I'm obviously going to be. So obviously you feel quite chill about it. I'm. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. 
not worried about it. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Well, I mean, that's great for me because you're the one who's been poking your nose around trying to figure it out. And if you're cool with it, then. I mean, there's still there's some big conversations I have this week, but I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm led to believe that uh, I'm let well we'll see, but I'm led to believe that I should feel comfortable right now, so I am. <laughs> That's good. I mean, if it was daunting, I yeah, I don't know. I'd probably say to us like, what are we what are we getting investment for? let's cut back the amount of investment that we're looking for and get a loan that we pay off and do the same thing. Like, but um, I don't know. That's not, that's not. I'm really excited for this conversation on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Pumped. I've been going through a lot of that. I went through a lot of that today, like just prepping all the information Mm. from the questions that I got asked regarding that getting down what, I, what I've got and what I didn't have and leaving blank the things that we don't have information on mm. yet that we're going to discuss. So, yeah, it'll probably be a fucking um, educating conversation. Is that what you mean? Yeah. A lot. Um, yeah, for the listeners, without going into anything at mm. all that's not we're not of legal obligation to say, Um but yeah, we've got some help from some people that are that are that know that actually know what the fuck they're doing, <laughs> <laughs> and they're really excited about what we're doing. So it's really cool. Double whammy. It's cool to have. It's cool to have a consultant that you can rely on to help you get somewhere, and it's even cooler that that person is doing it with you because they don't need to, and they just really like what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like a double double edged sort of love and happiness. Yeah. Um, let, wrap it up. Is that what you were suggesting before? No. Oh, I thought that was... I was saying keep going. Oh, keep going because you're on your phone. I was sorry. I just needed to send a message off. Oh, you're right. I thought you were like, wrap it up, bro. Come up. Um, do a burnout. Do a burnout, <laughs> Um Yeah, no, that's What it. are you most excited about? Oh, well, I am. I'm excited about a lot. I think that... I think that the two main things I'm excited about, obviously, as you can imagine are the two things that I spend most of my time doing at the moment and handing them on to people that deserve it more than me. Mm. So appointing as a bit of a uh, – the growth of Tay as one of our team members anyway is exciting. So it's, it's a few different things to do with Tay. Mm. It's like the thing I'm most excited about is that he's taking over as a training manager. So he's going to be creating training and then managing the training and all the systems that are involved in that, which is a lot, and I'm sure it can get more efficient in the yeah. future. Um, and then on top of that, he's excited about that to the point where we're getting him to do, you know, one day in the office now instead of just doing – he was also doing – for the listener, he was also doing um, the interview. He was interviewing the new recruits. Um, now he's going to be in every day, every Tuesday. And also on top of that, we're branching out to – Stick our nose around in the southwest. Ever since it's stick your nose in things out, <laughs> I've just used stick your nose in. Um, branching out to the southwest, so Tay's going to be going down there and interviewing people down there and building our down south team. Building our down south team down like, which I just think is sick as well. Obviously, with all the work I was doing today with setting up the systems and stuff for that. So yeah, between him taking on training and also managing the southwest team, and then. 
as well, Quantum HR offering to stand in as like the the cyclist HR department, you know, <clears throat> the people. Yeah, yeah. At cyclists, you know, and if people have any, it's just a load off my chest, man. Just not having to like tell anyone off and like well, someone's fifteen minutes late exactly. or it's, not wearing the right it, uniform or whatever that stuff. That, that it's directing your saying, focus, directing my focus. What you were saying before about the app wouldn't like, <laughs> yep, I won't have to deal with that mm. with the app and doing that's taking me step being mm. back and just having people there that I, that I obviously care about the team and I care about passing the information. When I talk to the team about these things, I'm You'll not pass a dickhead. Pass it on properly. Yeah, I, yeah, and, yeah, and they will do the same thing. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, outsourcing the HR management, outsourcing the training management. Yeah, that's that's what I'm most excited about at the moment. Mm. And then obviously looking to see how this Southwestern film and TV stuff goes as well. Mm. Hopefully we've got some good news. In the next pod about having done maybe our first client, like a first shift with a client in film and TV, or yeah, if you've got, or in Southwest, if any of the listeners have any um, hookups for people in film and television, um, send them our way. If you think that we're trustworthy enough to deliver them a good service, <laughs> yeah, which uh, you should. <laughs> we, um, uh, you know, wanting we think that our service can definitely correlate to that industry, and it's just. Needs to plug and play. Like we just need to get our get our hands in and yeah. see how we go. Yeah, we really need to. Um, I'm looking forward to. You know how you and I would normally do that, like go and me and the, you go do the thing, and then they and expect us to be. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I really no, but it's also like we get to like understand it and la la la. This yeah. will be first time going into an industry that we don't really have first-hand experience understanding. Yeah. But it would be good to send um, like Tay and Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to those first shifts even if they're only small ones or whatever and just let them just be like, okay, let them analyse it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them be like, yeah, okay, this is something we can do definitely. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, I think they'll both give us the answers that we would give ourselves. Exactly. exactly. I think a lot of – I think a, there's a – a pretty decent bunch of the crew that would be able to give us that information. Yeah. Yeah. I was also thinking. What? I was also thinking. What were you thinking? We should give Tay and Jesse a um we should give Tay and Jesse a budget to take clients out every now and then, like once a month. Get a client. Go boys. Go take them out. Oh yeah. Build rapport. Building report. Well we've only just started giving ourselves that budget. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, it'd be good for them to have the rapport rather mm. than us have the rapport. We've mm. already got the rapport with each other. That's mm. what matters. Yep. Um, that's about all I wanted to speak. Let's do it. I'm hungry. I'm hungry too. Where are we going, the Rosie? I think so. All right, guys. Well, if you hear this quick enough, meet us at the Rosie in about half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be about a week late. But <laughs> It'll be on Google Drive under high fives and hugs if you want to find it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. For listening. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Uh, have a good day. And if you'd like to invest. Have a good night. If you'd like to invest, bicepapp.io. Follow <laughs> the prompts. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's fucking go. That was uh, High Fives and Hugs episode. 25 on the 25th of 4th. It was 26. What? That was episode 26. Nope. Yeah, bro. Nope. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs>